Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today is a special one because we have one of my friends, the dear, the amazing, the incredible, the smart, <laughs> Jessica Zweig on the podcast today, and she is sharing her story and tips on how to build a brand, one that is valuable, relatable, just by simply being. And that is also the title of her new paperback book, Simply Be. Now, her book came out a few years ago, but she now has it in the paperback form. Now, if you don't know who Jessica is, you are going to be just enamored with her when we are done with this. This is a powerhouse conversation with two powerhouse women that love to talk about branding. So if building a personal brand and doing it in a way that is authentic and unique to who you are, you are going to love today's episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, Jess. Jessica. Hi, Julie. Jules. I'm like, wait, I need to actually introduce you as who you are and not... Jess, who is, well, you are, you're my beloved, beloved friend. I have gotten to know you uh, deeply this year. It's crazy how, even though we haven't known each other for a long time, time-wise, we've known each other very deeply for the time that we have known each other, which is a very beautiful thing and a very good gift. So yeah. Jessica, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I know how sacred your podcast community is. And I just want to say in reflection back to you, getting to know you, I feel like I've known you for eons. You know, when you meet somebody and you click into their light inside their soul and you go deep so fast because your souls recognize each other. That's how I have felt with you. And you have just been such a sister, a warming welcome to Nashville for me. And I've, I've loved our friendship. And I'm just excited to have one of our many conversations that we've had out loud in your, your community. I know. Now we get to do it with all these amazing, beautiful people that listen to this podcast. So I would love just to start from the beingness of you. And I mean, they've, they've heard the intro, so they, they know the shtick, but um, I would love for you to share a little bit more about what has really brought you into this, this space of branding, yeah. of sharing your voice, of sharing your message, the importance of that, and a little bit about that journey. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you know, people know me as the CEO, founder of Simply Be Agency, the author of the book Be, and, you know, the podcast host, the, the personality, I guess. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, I'm I'm not really only talking about personal branding. I'm really here to talk about personal empowerment and worth. And in order for, I think, any person to show up in the world in their full expression and expansion of a thing they believe in, they have to understand its full contraction. And I wasn't always the girl talking about empowerment and worth because I didn't really have have any of that most of my life. Um, you know, when I read your book, Get What You Want, you talked about your origin story and just, you know, your childhood and how you never felt like you belonged and you were the awkward gawky girl that got rejected. Like we're such a 
similar soul. And I really related to that story in you, Jules, because it's so much of mine. And, you know, I had a good father who tried his best, but wasn't always the kindest and told me I didn't have a lot of worth. And my community didn't tell me I had a lot of worth. And then, you know, boyfriends told me I didn't have a lot of worth. And then the job market told me I didn't have a lot of worth. And, you know, built a business in my twenties. It did, it did well enough. I learned a lot, but at the end of that journey, went financially broke, found myself depressed, physically sick, riddled with toxic people, had a emotional breakdown that sort of led to my spiritual awakening. And this was at around age 33. And that really set me on what I call the deepest, epic, most um, important journey of my life. And that's the journey within. And I started to really look at all the places I was showing up completely disempowered, also known as victim mentality, but unconsciously. And I think the the biggest pivot point, if you will, is when I realized that, and this was through coaching and personal empowerment retreats and doing, reading the books and listening to the podcast, all the things that I, Jessica, was fully responsible for my own life. Like that was a revelation for me at 33 years old, believe it or not. And, and that's really when things started to shift, when I started to really claim that who I was, not what was in my bank account, not how many followers on Instagram I had, not what the press was saying about me, not who I was friends with, but I, Jessica, innately, because I was born and I breathe, have value and am worthy of existing in this planet on my own terms and my full expression. I didn't have to try to do, do that. I just was. And so when that started to really sink in and I started to infuse that understanding and awareness and how I showed up in the world in business, you know, and life, but in my career, things really started to truly expand beyond my wildest expectations and kind of got hooked on not just doing this for myself, but helping other people do it too. And that's really the foundation of Simply Be Agency and how we build brands and how we think about messaging and strategy. It's, it's all from this place of authenticity. And then the book deal came and, you know, wrote the, wrote the book and kind of really that's what my book is about at its core. It's a personal empowerment book disguised as a personal branding book. And so that's the, that's the highlight sizzle, I guess you could say of just where I've been and how I've, I've landed here in a certain way. And, you know, happy to dive deeper, but that's, that's what, that's the cliff's notes. I would love to dive deeper. I, I would love to know, you know, why, why branding, you know, it could have been so many different things. Yeah. So why, why was that the, the vessel that came through? So that's such a great question. I don't know if anyone's asked me that, <laughs> believe it or not. In all of these interviews, I think that I often say that branding is the art and strategy is the science, right? And then execution is how you bring it all to life. And I'm an artist at my core. You know, I went to school for theater and I was an actress for many years before I became an entrepreneur. And I love expressing, you know, I love communication, words, messaging, you know, design, the costumes, the set, right? Like the bringing it to life. And when I entered the world of spirit, of entrepreneurship. And I actually became an entrepreneur, felt like almost overnight. And I was like, see ya acting. I was like, never again. But it it felt very similar 
to this kind of performance, but but as me and not necessarily as a character, but me, that I, I could craft words and content and imagery and colors and photography online that told a true story. And to me, that's really what was ultimately connecting with people was the brand, which all, all of those things com- culminated as is a brand much more, but at its, at its essence. And so I just really fell in love with helping people discover theirs and felt very much like an artist, you know, in that way, helping people develop how they communicate their value. And if I were to really boil down like to me today, how I would define branding, it is the manifestation of your worth. It's your reflection and your actual platform is your beacon of light of how you amplify and articulate into the world who you are. And when we really click into confidently embodying that, it's life-changing for people. You know this. So to me, that's that's how I would define brand. That's why I love branding because it's so much more than logos and copy. It's the expression of someone's soul at the end of the day. Yeah, I love that. And I agree. And why do you think that's so hard for people? Oh my gosh. Well, because we live in the matrix. <laughs> We've been conditioned to think that we're not enough and that we, you know, I think that's a big part of it. I think just society, family, schooling, our, our peer group, comparisonitis, like all of it, we get, we get blocked and we don't know which way is up. I think we're also bombarded today with courses and coaches and books and podcasts and, you know, how to do it. And I think that we outsource like that, that, like that outer locus of control, like should be the inner locus. And we, it's hard. We live in a very noisy and saturated space and I'm a part of that space. And thank thank God that, you know, there's a demand for it. Right. But I think that people just really are caught up in the noise to, to a degree. And we don't give ourselves the space and the, and the stillness at times to really drop in and reflect. Like, that's what I really say that we do really well at Simply Be. Like, we're just simply a mirror. Like we hold it up to you and are able to reflect it back to you what we what we see that you probably see too, but don't see it clearly enough and certainly don't know how to articulate. And so that's I think I think it's a self study. It's it's also claiming your greatness. You know, I think stepping forward in your brand and your you know worth. I think we're far too self deprecating as a society. Like, I fucking love that about you, Jules. Like, you are so in your worth and know your light and know your power. It's so f- refreshing to be with you in that way. And that's that has that has been your job, inner work and journey. I know too, that hasn't happened overnight. But that's why I think it's it's hard for people. It's a it's a it's the personal growth work that doesn't happen in a vacuum when we have to really stay that course. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. 
You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. So you mentioned about, you know, outsourcing. It's like we're so focused on let me just outsource everything to get the answers. How how do we return and reclaim ourselves so we can start to define our brand, live out our brand, embody our brand, all of those things? I mean, I know that you teach this. I know that you even have some really good principles in the book about this. Yeah. Um, if you wouldn't mind kind of walking us through that, that first for you, like what is that first stepping stone on the path? Yeah, for sure. And I'm happy to use the tools in the book to kind of ground us in it. So when you, when you asked me that question, you know, my, my brain went to sim- like simplify, simplify and prune and get still and get clarity. Branding as I often say, is an exercise in clarity. It doesn't matter how well we understand our own brands, we should. It matters how well someone else understands our brand who's never heard of us in less than 20 seconds and has an emotional response. Like to me, that's branding done well. And so how do we get there? We have to feel that clarity, of course, within. And, you know, on a tactical level, stop trying to read all the books, download all the podcasts, let curate your Instagram and TikTok feeds, like unfollow people, like feel into what resonates and just go deep versus shallow and wide go narrow and deep. When you really are curating your brand message, you know, given that branding is an exercise in clarity and you can't be everything to everyone or you'll be nothing to no one, you really want to pick your lanes and there's a, and stick to your script. Like when I first started Simply Be and I was promoting myself as a personal branding person, I was mark, I was online marketing myself every day, talking about something different. I talked about whatever I felt like I wanted to talk about that particular day based on what was happening in my world. And I was a master of everything and an expert of nothing. And no one had anything to really attach to. And someone told me that they gave me that feedback. They're like, you're a hot mess. I don't know what you stand for. It was really painful because it was really true. And that's the beautiful thing about feedback. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to get myself clear and I'm going to start talking about the things that I want to be known for. And that's sort of the secret is that you are who you say you are over and over and over and over and over again. Like that's really what it boils down to. But you can't just talk about one thing. You can't just talk about branding. You can't just talk about entrepreneurship. You can't just talk about motherhood. You can't just talk about fashion. One noted all the time. You have to nuance the message while still remaining clear. So how do you do that? And so in my book, I've got some tools. They're all trademark methodology. And the first tool is called the personal brand hologram. And I named it the hologram. 
intentionally because we are three-dimensional beings of light walking through the world and shine light. We're also living in a hologram. That's another podcast, <laughs> but um, you gotta, you gotta really understand your content brand pillars. And so the hologram is divided into a center circle, which is sort of the, you know, for Julie Solomon, it would be shine or it would be get what you want. It's like that, that thing you feel, you know, every time you hear Julie's name, right? With Jessica, it's like simply be, yes, it's my business name, but it's a, it's a message. It's an ethos. It's a, it's a mantra. So that's great. That's step one. What's that for you? What's that thing? What's that? It's essentially your slogan, which should have depth and clarity and ownability. And then your hologram sort of blooms out to four different pillars. And these are four areas of your message that reflect your business and your humanity in one. And then within the pillars are these unique insights that get get specific. Because if, you know, Julie and I could could both talk about branding, we could both talk about female entrepreneurship, but how you and I do it is very different because we're different people. We have different DNA and we're snowflakes, right? So that's that's the kind of beauty of the hologram. And the last thing I'll just say is, you know, when I was thinking about mine or when I think about my clients, like I don't want to be known for health and wellness because that's not my that's not my jam, but I'm very passionate about it. But I don't promote it and talk about it. I could talk about my marriage and my husband and relationships because I think it's, you know, a huge part of my my heart. But I don't really want to talk about my marriage because I'm not a relationship coach and my marriage is private. And so like I got really clear on like my four that are branding, leadership, women empowerment, and spirituality. Like that's Jessica's why online, but it's authentic. But I'm clear. And so hopefully this helped sort of take through, you know. The exercise of the hologram, which you can totally pick up in my book. But that's step one is that brand messaging and how you find that clarity. I know that was a lot. Oh, and it's so good because I think that where people get tripped up is that they're kind of like how you were explaining that you used to be, where it's like, you know, I don't want to niche down because I don't want to be put in a box and I just want to be able to like be me, yeah. which is great. And that's what we all want. But, but you, you have to give someone that connection and that feeling and that captivation to want to keep coming back. And mm -hmm. so if you're just kind of all over the place, it's, it's not, it's not allowing for that deeper energetic connection to happen. Right. And I, I always love to use the example of Amazon. It's like, what did they do when they first started? What did they sell? They sold books. What do they sell now? Anything. And the reason they are able to now sell anything they want is because they started with this brand of selling mm -hmm. books. Yes. And, you know, just because they used to sell books and they now sell everything, that doesn't make me think, oh, now they're not going to be able to sell everything as well as they sold books because they were able to really captivate and draw me in and build that know, like, and trust with that platform and with that brand. And so I, I love what you said about you can be all the things but let's let's really hone it into what is your message what is your purpose what do you want to be known for what do you want to share and getting really clear on that and so once someone is able to do that then where do they go from there yeah i love that example of the amazon by the way at this brilliant example sidebar when i first started my podcast i was trying to talk to i didn't know what my podcast was going to be and i had someone say to me you're not oprah 
You can't talk to whoever you want. You have to have specific guests, specific topics. Like it applies to everything. And I homed in on my message on the show and that's really when it started to grow. And so that's a great segue into your question, which is like, what now? And I'm a big proponent of creating content. Like you have to elevate yourself through what I call thought leadership, right? Like thought leadership, thought leaders are thought leaders because they think. That's why they're called thought leaders. <laughs> I know that's like my cheeky, sassy belief, but like you've got to use your brain. You can't just post shit on social media all day long and expect to be seen as a thought leader. I think in order to really create that brand clarity, that trust, that ROI, you have to show up for your people and provide them value. And yes, there's, you know, SEO and Instagram ads and all email marketing. And there's all of these like paid, non-paid tactics that you can get yourself lost in when it comes to the world of marketing. But I think the most, and we were just talking about this before the show, it's like to keep it simple and clear and of service to your community and consistency. Like that is, if I'm going to leave your audience with anything, and I'm sure you've shared this with them, like the people that really win in this world aren't the ones that have the flashiest, most expensive, gorgeous logos, largest audiences even. They're the ones that stay the course and don't give up and show up for years, like years and years. Like that's really, that's really the, the magic bullet, frankly, is consistency. But you think beyond Instagram or TikTok or LinkedIn. It's like, where can you go deeper and take people into an experience? Is it a podcast? Is it a blog series? Is it video content? Is it events, workshops, webinars? That's all content, right? Really thinking about yourself as a thought leader. If you, you know, cause you are, you have things to share that are original and needed in the world. How do you craft that, bring that to life to take people through a journey to really know not only who you are, but what you have to offer them. And you can't do that in a 400 word Instagram caption. I don't think you can. And so figure out those lanes, infuse it with the brand message and stay consistent. And you'll start to really grow an authentic audience that is really going to move your business forward. And that kind of leads into my next thought is that as you were just talking about with the thinking a lot of times where people can get tripped up with that is that they just stay in this, either this analysis paralysis, or they just stay in this doing, and they feel like they need, they need more, more, more stats, more facts, more strategy, more people, more help, more programs, more podcast episodes, more, more. So they can just think, 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 think. Mm. How do we start to embody mm. and be calm what it is that we are thinking and creating and doing, because you have to have both. You do have to have the doingness, but you also have to have the beingness. So how do we bring those together and bridge that? I mean, my first thought is like step away, take time away. You know, there are cycles and rhythms to it all. And if you're, here's, here's what I've at least learned is that if it's not a fuck full body, yes, it's a, it's a no, it's a hard no. And so when we're not fully embodied and clear and confident and joyful and excited about what we're putting out into the world, it's not going to resonate. It's just not. People aren't, it won't land anyway. So take a beat, take three months off of social media. I did, <laughs> you know, like do you take care of you, be present in the moment with your family, 
hire a coach, go to a therapist, take a vacation. Like that's where my mind went when you asked that question. We have to re recalibrate by disconnecting, I think, to some degree, often enough, making that a part of our rhythm and cycle, our quarterly plans. Like when are you not doing? Because that's just as important as when you are doing so that you can dream and get the downloads and see the clarity and feel into that embodiment again. Because again, if it's not, and, and I know plenty of entrepreneurs that just like are so in their flow that they're just constantly creating the next magical thing. And that's great. But when I think of who those people are, I know that they've been through some hard times and have struggled and, you know, hit, hit rock bottoms, in fact, to come to come up and, and be in that place. And so don't discredit rest and don't discredit non-productivity because that's really, I think, where you'll find your best ideas and, you know, the magic of that authenticity. Yeah. I love what you shared about that. And I think that's so important and that's what gets overlooked. It's like either you're in the doing and the thinking, or it's like, well, that didn't work. So none of it's worked and I'm just doomed to failure and I should just quit or just freeze and not make a move at all. And, um, I love, I love that idea of just kind of pausing, going back and then being able to come back in. And I know we've, we've touched on the book some, and, um, I know that you have something new in the works, something to really complement the book and to allow people to go through this process because you, it's the, the book is laid out so beautifully and there, there, it's such a, if you are someone, and I know a lot of my listeners are that, you know, you, you do like a step-by-step, you do like to be walked through and supported in that way. This is great. And now you have a workbook that's coming out. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. I mean, so it was so beautiful. There was so much demand for my readers for more, you know, and also just like, Hey, can you just print just the worksheet? So I have, cause my book is part book, part workbook and people filled it in or wanted more drafts. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. But why don't I go deeper? So the workbook is a hundred pages and it includes all of the worksheets and the, the exercises from the book itself. I've also offered up a whole handful of new examples and samples to take, because I use myself as the core example throughout the book, but I actually showcase client work across all different industries so that you can really open up the aperture of how you think about your own brand through examples of other people's brands. But a lot of the book is focused on that external brand platform, right? So I wanted to really take people deeper into that personal empowerment inner journey, like I, I talk about. And is throughout the book. But now I have eight new exercises that are all soul studies, really, of how do you find your personal brand mantra? How do you find your vision equation? How do you actually understand how you are showing up in your doing versus your being? That's all now in the workbook. It's super fleshed out. I also start the workbook with an audit, a personal brand audit. So you know exactly where you rank and where you can truly start from and what you need to focus on in the workbook, where you should really begin. And it also includes, this is one of my favorite little extra gifts in the workbook is from a PR perspective, a lot of people don't know who to reach out to or how to find great contacts and pitch people. So we've given the uh, workbook reader a little hit list of media contacts from the uh, PR section. So it's really juicy. It's got a ton of really great new value adds and then takes you deeper into the worksheets from the actual actual book. And it's called the Be 
up-leveled workbook because it's going to up-level you in 2023 and hopefully beyond. Amazing. And where can they find that? They can find it on Amazon, amazon.com. Go to my little author section and you can buy the paperback, the hardcover, and now the, and now the workbook. Amazing. And I know that you've mentioned the podcast. Um, and I would love to hear about your journey of, you know, you had the agency, what inspired you to start the podcast? What kind of gave you that, I don't know, that thing that you were like, okay, I'm finally going to do it. Cause I, we have so many listeners that are like, I've wanted to start a podcast for years, but, and then, you know, all the exceptions to why they haven't been able to do that. And so I would love to hear your journey a little bit of that and how it's just really, you know, how it's really lended to just more people Mm -hmm. knowing about you and, you know, obviously your work and what you do, which is amazing, but how have you really been able to deepen your connection and deepen your community through this medium and through this channel. So much to say about this. So, and I, I know you're going to relate to much of it. So when I first started Simply Be, I didn't have any budget and I was marketing myself and started blogging and blogging. I think there are three, you know, four, four main world ways you can talk to the world today, blogging, writing, audio, video, or live experiences. It's kind of how we break down, you know, events. And so I started with blogging because it was it was low budget and it was working. And I was like, great. I want to get a step deeper. I had some money and I started a video series. It was called Simply BTV and it flopped. It went nowhere. <laughs> it was on YouTube. It just sucked. I spent all this money. I was like, God, this was so much work and like for no return. And this is when I was really sitting on the sidelines watching so many amazing women, frankly, start podcasts. And I had some, I had some FOMO about it. And I was like, why don't I just do that instead of trying to spend all this money on fancy production with the video series? Anyway, so started the podcast one, because I wanted to use it as a marketing vehicle. And I saw the space, this was about two, two or three years ago now growing. And I will say this about the podcast. It's the best thing I do. It's my favorite thing I do. It's the best thing I chose to do. It has created, I think the uh, the medium of audio, like you and I talking into microphones right now and people are hearing our voices in their earbuds, it's irreplaceable as far as the connection and authenticity that you can gain with your community. And, and so that has transformed my community. That has transformed my relationship with my community. I hold it so sacred. And I've, and it is a lot of work to your point about your community saying, like, I want to par- start a podcast and there's a million reasons why they don't. I get it. I commit hours and hours a week to my show and I've never missed a week of episodes in two, two and a half, three years. That's not, that hasn't been easy. That's been a sacrifice. That's extra time that I give up to ensure that I show up for my, my audience. But it's one, it's been so worth it. It's definitely you know, help my business is help me connect more authentically. But what I love the most about podcasting is meeting people. Like you can't sit down and have a coffee date today for an hour with a stranger where you don't check your phones. You're not distracted. You're engaged heart to heart, having a real conversation with a stranger who becomes a friend, who becomes a referral source, who becomes a potential client, becomes just part of your beautiful network of, of relationships. 
podcasting has blown my world open in that way. I, it's why I know Marianne Williamson and Danielle Laporte. Like it's, it all came from my podcast. So I can't say enough about it. You have to, if you're really feeling the itch to do it, go for it. But the key is consistency, the magic bullet. And you, you can't expect it to grow and have big impact in your life, in your business, if you tap in for a little while and tap out. And also kind of take taking what I had said earlier, you want to know your lane and really pick your positioning because it's super noisy. It's getting more saturated. There's more competition for years than ever before. So really have a tight brand narrative of the show and stick to that script. Yeah. I love what you just said about that. Cause it, you know, um, I've said this to clients before. It's like, you could create the best podcast in the world, the best sales pitch, the best reel ever. But it's like, if you're airing it on PBS during the Super Bowl, no one's going to see it. <laughs> so you have to be really mindful of, I could create this amazing thing, but if I haven't really taken the time to love and nurture and build the platform that is necessary to uphold the energy that I'm creating, it's not going to work. And so, and you can't even test from that place because the testing is going to be skewed. And so it, it, I think it really is about nurturing that branding piece first. And then you can, you know, start to chant, uh, start to test like which, which channels are really going to be a conduit for me to expand this out more. And so I love what you said about that because that can get people very burnt out when it's like, it's not that it doesn't work. You, there's maybe just some steps that we need to revisit here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that with, with anything you, you just have to allow for the dips and allow, allow that's just the nature of things. And just because you try something and, and for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, and it doesn't work right away, it doesn't mean it won't. You got it. Just, you can't quit on yourself. And that's where that trust comes in. And just, and if you, and that's again, if you start from that place and what you were saying earlier about stepping away, starting from that place of letting yourself be embodied, letting yourself feel energized about it. Cause if you don't, then how is anyone else supposed to think that it's the thing to listen to or the thing to read or the thing to watch? And I think that gets overlooked too. And, um, I would love to know what would be your biggest gift to those listening today when it comes to this idea of branding and just as we continue to move and evolve in this online space and as it continues to get noisy and as it continues to get saturated, you know, what is that gift? If it's, you know, this, this idea or this one thing or this perspective shift that you have just being the conduit that you are for this, that you would really hope that they could take away with and, and maybe just start to kind of flirt with a little bit and see if it lands. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Well, I'm going to take it spiritual. That's cool with you. (laughs) That's my brand and my identity. You know, the perspective shift is really what I'd love to offer. I don't believe that it is an accident that we are here on this planet at this time, right? We're at a really exciting, very challenging, very important time to be live. And the way that we show up, the way that we serve, the way that we connect, the way that we believe in ourselves, 
and apply that love and care and humanity to the world around us, it's it has the power to shift the the earth that like our children's 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 gonna inherit, right? Like that's what we're up for right now. That's why we're here at this time in space. And so you showing up and going for your dreams and fully expressing who you are and sharing your gifts and talents with the world and being you, like it isn't a option. It's, it's not a choice I think you can or cannot make. It is actually your job. It's your responsibility. It's why you're here right now. So when you don't get the launch numbers you want or the podcast doesn't effectively go the way you needed it to go or you get rejected by the client or the Instagram isn't engaged, like none of that, none of that really matters. And you cannot let that get in the way of you doing your actual job. Right, which is to be you. Because if you're listening to Julie's show, you're you're clearly expanded and of the light <laughs> and or you wouldn't be here right now. And really orienting to that. Like on my darkest days, on my client's darkest days, that's really what we're we come home to is this notion that it's not really a choice. And yes, you can have days where you rest and you tap out, you lick your wounds, all the things, but it's you can't forget that you were put here for a reason. You're actually on assignment and uh, it's your responsibility to live out that light while you're here. Facts. <laughs> Facts of life. <laughs> oh, Jess, I love you so, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, sharing your light and your wisdom and your gift to this amazing community. We are so grateful and um, it's truly an honor to have you here. So thank you for being here. And for everyone who wants to dive deeper into Jessica's work, the links to her books, the hard book, the paper book, and the new workbook will be in the show notes as well as a link to her Instagram and to her website. But I would love if you could share quickly, Jess, just where people can find you on social media, where you love to kind of be the most and where they can connect with you. I spend a lot of time on Instagram. <laughs> I do. Um, you can find me over there at Jessica's Wig. You can go to my website, Jessica's Wig. Dot com. You can learn more about my business at simplybeagency.com. I've actually been spending a lot more time on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's super powerful. You know that. So I'm pretty, I pretty much walk my walk. I'm out there. I'm accessible. I'm doing my thing. So come, come listen to my podcast, Simply Be Podcast and say hi. I love hearing from people. It's my favorite thing. It's me on Instagram. I am in my personal DM saying hi to people. So best place to find me. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.